Hello, brothers and sisters in Christ. The authority of God is both humbling and magnificent. The fact that he desires to give us a tiny piece of authority is an incredible gift that we need to receive with honor and use with wisdom. Today, we're going to continue to look at God's authority and how he gives it to us. If you are new to this podcast, hello. I am Pastor Karina Don Reed, and I'm here to guide you into God's Word and help you apply it to your life. The Trumpets of Tears of Podcast is a biblical lifestyle targeting tool for shifting your mindset from the world's way back to God's way. Last week, we looked at the fact that since the beginning of time, God and God alone is the only one with true authority and how man's authority in relationship to God was then used and how abusing God's authority never turns out well for people. So if you haven't listened to last week's podcast, go listen before listening to this one because we're going to build off of last week. Today, we're going to look at how using the authority that God gives us in the proper way ends up benefiting those around us. There are a few things that I say repeatedly, and one of those things is that the ways of God are a mystery. As a Christ follower, we are not called to understand the ways of God by comprehension in our mind. We are called to receive the ways of God by faith because faith is believing that the things of God, those which we cannot see, are fact. So we have to be okay with understanding that all the ways of God will not be explained to us. They will not always make sense to our brain because we have limited understanding compared to God. We really have to be at peace with this fact in our heart. I've had so many students over the years who have analytical minds and they get tripped up and stuck because they are trying to rationalize the ways of God. But because God is God and because man is sinful, God will always move in ways that will surprise us because he needs to save us from ourselves. (laughs) As humans, we cannot predict God and his actions. If we could, then all the people that were killed in history, especially those that we looked at last week, would have course corrected themselves in order to stay alive. So this goes back to our study last month on peace. Spending time in the presence of God so that you trust him. And it's only through trusting him that you will be able to let go of the need to understand, which we can't understand anyway. And when we look at our earthly parents and their relationship to children, we can see small children always listen to their parents because a relationship of trust has been established. Children who trust their parents don't question their parents. As children get older and more adults have influence in their lives and people start to prove themselves not worthy of trust, that's when a teenager starts to think and question the motives of others. And it's important that we don't treat our almighty God in this way. 
which is why we need to spend time with him, building trust in him, building trust in our relationship with him so that we don't question him. Now, if you feel your mind trying to process all of that right now, let's just pause. Take in a deep breath. Receive by faith and focus on getting back into the peace of Jesus. Because remember, you have the power over your own mind. And it's up to you to train it. So don't let the enemy sidetrack you right now. Let's stay focused on what God has for you. So take in a deep breath. And you can always re-listen to this again later to get it into your spirit. So let's move on and start to look at how God has designed us to step into authority. As we discussed last week, it's through submission to God that then and only then will he begin to grant us authority. This started in Genesis 4:26 after Adam and Eve sinned and God was withdrawing his presence from them. Because it says, then men started calling upon the Lord in worship through prayer and praise and thanksgiving. God wasn't coming to walk and talk with them anymore. When God showed up, it came as a form of correction or an instruction. Yet because we are designed to be in relationship with God, Man was missing and needing the presence of God. So man took the initiative to be proactive and call upon the Lord instead of waiting for the Lord to come to man. And because God is a good father, he doesn't ignore us when we call upon him. And it delights him when we are proactive in our relationship with him because it reminds him of his original design before sin entered in, to walk and talk with us. When we seek him because of our hunger and need for him, the authority of who he is enters in to our presence. We are inviting in the power of his presence, which changes everything because he is almighty God. It's through this invitation from us to God, submitting to who he is and realizing that we truly can do nothing without his help, that then we walk in his favor, which then grants us a piece of his authority. Psalm 37 verse 4, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires and the petitions of your heart. Entering into the presence of God gives us peace. That peace leads us into willful submission to him. And as we submit to his authority, we find favor in his sight. We can then be trusted with a piece of his authority, just like his original design, which he wants to restore. As we walk with and in his authority, things change. As we build our relationship with God, we prove to him that we are choosing him. And choosing him means we are prioritizing our time to be with him. This is an intentional choice. We have to choose him regardless of how busy our schedule looks. And we have to delight ourselves in the Lord. The word for delight in the Hebrew is anag. And it is a verb, which means to be pampered 
to take exquisite delight in. A verb, it's an action, something that we have to do. And this word is only used nine times in the Old Testament, and it's always attached to an action with God. But it's used in two ways. It's used to give to God, and it's used to receive from God. And this is proof that when we give to God, God then gives to us. Every time aneg is used, a give and take happen, but it starts with us first. We have to delight first, proving that we are looking to God for our need, and then he shows up giving us what we need. That is God's design. It was his design to provide everything that we need from the very beginning of time because God created the earth and all things in it for our delight and comfort. And once everything else was put into place, then God created man because the earth was then a perfect environment for us. Yet when Adam and Eve went against God, not appreciating how God had designed things, then man was required to get back into his favor by coming to God first. And when we do that, which is a very simple thing to do, submit to God, seeking God, delighting in who he is, then we restore a part of how our relationship with him is supposed to be. And that comes with his authority because it also says in the creation story that God granted man dominion over all things in the earth. It was always God's heart to restore. It's always his desire to redeem everything and he wants to restore his relationship with us as it was originally intended. But we have to do our part and choose him first. Ephesians 6 verse 18, with all prayer and petition, pray with specific requests at all times on every occasion and in every season in the spirit. And with this in view, stay alert with all perseverance and petition interceding in prayer for all of God's people. Choosing God by coming to him, seeking him, and opening up that discussion with him in prayer enters us into his authority. And as he answers, his authority then becomes ours. So let's think of it in earthly terms so it makes more sense. It's like going into a restaurant that your father owns. You walk in, you're ready to eat. The host and the server have no idea who you are. And the server's had a bad day and a long shift and she's not in a very good mood. And you feel that in the service. But you know that this is your father's restaurant. So you get out your phone and you text your father and you let him know that you're in the restaurant and you would love to eat a meal with him while you're there. So your father comes out of the office, sits at your table, and then the server who works for your father sees your father sitting there at your table and all of a sudden her demeanor towards you changes. She now seems to be in a great mood and happy to serve you. And not only that, she's happy to accommodate you in ways that aren't offered to other customers. Why is all this now happening? 
because you stepped into the authority of your father. It's not because of who you are. It's because who your father is. And because of who he is, you are treated as if you have that same authority. And we are the children of the Most High God. We need to know and understand that this is God's design because he made us in his image. And when we identify him and proclaim that he is our father, we get to step into his authority. If in the restaurant scenario, you were estranged from your father and you didn't invite your father to come eat with you, there would have been no preferential treatment you still would have gotten poor service. No one would know that your father owned the restaurant and you would have been treated like everyone else. And when we're timid, too timid as God's children and don't make it known that we are a child of God, then no one knows. And if we don't invite God into our life, we will walk through this life like every other person having to contend with man. But you and I have this beautiful opportunity to restore our relationship with our loving and generous Father. And when we ask Him to come and sit at the table with us, we automatically receive His authority. And it doesn't matter if someone else is having a bad day because we know who has the authority. And we know we're sitting with that authority And when we realize that God is the only true authority and we have an opportunity to be in relationship with him and choose that, whatever we ask of him, he will give to us. We have unlimited favor with him. Philippians 4 verse 6 says, Do not be anxious or worried about anything. But in everything, every circumstance and situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, continue to make your specific requests known to God. As a child of God, you are granted access to him. Even if you've been speaking against him, he's still your father. And he's waiting to be invited by you. And you can approach him anytime you wish. And when you're ready to call upon him and make it known that he is your father and delight yourself in him, you will walk in his authority as his child. You have incredible authority through the power of your prayers because your father thinks the world of you. And he is ready to answer by power of his authority. But are you ready to ask him to your table? I want to invite you to church service on Wednesday nights, which is my table, live streaming over YouTube at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time. I'm inviting you to my table where we can eat with our Father on a weekly basis together. Join us. Awaken your purpose. You will be transformed. God bless you. I encourage you to invite God to your personal table, and I'll see you next week.